Welcome to All In. I'm Rick Jordan. Today I'm the CEO of a large technology company, but in 2007, I lost it all. And now I'm here to share the lessons I've learned and the strategies my guests have used to build success from the bottom up. And in every episode, you'll get something to reach for and something to grab onto, whether it's personal development, business, technology, or giving back. You'll be able to ignite the spark in your life to make that change and transformation so 10 years down the road from now, You'll be able to look back and say, I don't even know that person that I was. I'm so glad I decided to rise. I'm so glad I decided to stand up and actually begin to start to ignite the spark, to go all in. Hey, welcome back to All In with Rick Jordan. And I'm really excited about this episode because it. I went on my own physical transformation a few years ago, and today I have Doug Zuko from Fast Fit Body Sculpting in as a guest. Hey, Doug. Hey, how are you? I'm awesome, my man. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Tell everyone a little bit about what you do, and then I've got some more questions for you. Hey, I love the name of your show, by the way, All In, because that's described my my life. That's what I've been about all my life, All In. Just whatever it resonates. I, whatever I do, we're going to get it done, right? Yeah. So, you know... In my story, everything I've ever done, I, at one point I was a professional motocross racer. I was a professional sprint car driver, uh, helicopter pilot, airplane pilot, right? I, you know, I try to put my heart and soul in everything I do. I learned to scuba dive and I made like 90 dives in a short period of time because I just get crazy about things, <laughs> right? So I'm definitely an all-in kind of guy. But, you know, a little bit um, about me and, and my company, we use technology to shrink fat. And there's just certain things you can do with technology that we normally can't do. For instance, you can't fly, but get on an airplane, which is technology, we can fly. So technology just changes everything. Sure, sure. I went on my own transformation a couple years ago. We were talking a little bit before we we jumped on air here. And I dropped 80 pounds a few years back. I just wanted to look better. I was, we were talking, I said, hey, you know, I, I was really fat. And I wish everyone told me that I was really fat at that time then maybe I would have done something about it sooner. But a lot of the reason why I decided to drop the weight to begin with is I started looking forward, and I'm an all-in guy. Obviously, I have the the podcast and everything else that I do in life. Like you said, whatever it takes. When I dropped the weight, it was really because I just wanted a better image of myself. And I wanted to make sure that I was around for my kids, walk my daughter down the aisle when she got married or gets married. She hasn't married yet. Thank you. She's only 11 right now. Oh, Lord. And that's actually kind of freakish to think about at this point now that I'm seeing that mental image in my head. But I, I think that's so important because I feel now, as I look back at myself and reflect on my life, that really success in life even starts with taking care of your own body. And I feel like you cannot really be that successful or reach everything that you want to or should in your entire life without taking care of your body and your health. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, your, your, your health starts from within, right? And, and the way you look on the inside is the way you're going to look on the outside. And we can put Band-Aids on things, but they fall off. So if you want long-lasting results, you want to look your best, you want to feel your best, and there's no way you can perform your best mentally or physically yeah. you know, if, if you're not healthy, right? Absolutely. That's one thing I notice now is that my, my cognitive ability has just accelerated itself because I'm eating good, clean foods all the time. You know, and th- that's what was really what I used to drop all the weight when I did that. But I look over at you, man, and dude, you are ripped. 
You know, <laughs> it's fantastic. I'm pretty toned, but I look at you, it's like, what, what else do I need to be doing? You know, what am I missing out on here? You well, know? you used to have to get older. I'm 20 years older than you. Okay. <laughs> Is there something with that? Because I'm curious, you know, because I'm going to be 40 next year, and I have no issues telling anybody about that because I'm really looking forward to the next decade of my life because this is one of the reasons. I am the most fit now that I've ever been in my entire life. Great muscle mass, tone. I'm right where I should be you know, as far as BMI goes. I feel great. I can think clearly. I'm really looking forward to what I can accomplish in these next 10 years. But even at that point, so I'm looking forward, and it's like, oh, I'm going to be 50. You know? And then I look at my mother, who's an amazing woman who is 65 and I have in-laws who are around that age too. And is there ever a point that you get to, to where your body just changes too much as you age to where you can't do anything about the way that you look anymore? Well, that's a really good question. Yes. But it starts much earlier than we think. And, you know, we talk about weight and you've used the term losing weight, but what we really don't want to lose weight, we want to lose fat. And we have two types of fat in our body, and we have subcutaneous fat, which is under the skin, and then we have visceral fat, which is very dangerous. It's in the in the chest cavity, in the abdominal area. And what happens when we cross the age barrier of about 35, and that varies a little bit depending on your condition, right? 35 to 40, let's say, we lose the ability to burn visceral fat. Huh. So I don't care if you run marathons, it's not going anywhere. And... You know, at one point in my life, I did five mini triathlons in six weeks. I mean, I, you know, I, I was always active. But, you know, I, I never want to surrender to, to age, right? Yeah. So, you know, four years ago, I left the gym. And, uh, you know, it happened. You know, bang, 100% blockage, heart attack. Oh, wow. I'm out, right? You know, why me? Why, why, you know, here's a guy, you know, myself, I'm working out twice a day. The night before I did two hours of cardio. That morning I did, you know, an hour of strength, strength training. And that was my normal thing, right? In the gym twice a day. Ate right, doing all the things that I knew were right at the time. And have the widow maker. So, you know, the doc comes out of the operating room, tells me I'm really lucky to be alive. And, you know, I, usually when this happens, they're looking for a transplant or the person's dead and all the bad things. And, you know, it just scared the heck out of me because now what am I going to do? Yeah. Am I going to work out eight hours a day? Am I going to, you know, what else can I, how else can I change my diet? There's only so much I can do. You're that overachiever like I am too. So you always look at that and almost internalize and say, you know, is there something better that I could have done to prevent this? Or what can I do going forward so that it doesn't happen again? Exactly. And that was killing me. Yeah. Right? Because I was scared. I it didn't eats know what away. I could change. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I basically researched LED lights because they are known to shrink fat cells. So basically, I was willing to try anything. So I tried it on myself, had phenomenal results, solved my problem. So we created a business out of it. And we call that Fast Fit Body Sculpting. Huh. And basically, you know, since then, we've had miraculous transformations with people because we can do for people what they can't do for themselves. You know, diet and exercise, and let me explain a little bit maybe. Because, again, we talk about weight instead of fat. Yeah, and, and diet and exercise is how I lost mine. Exactly. But it took a toll on your body, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I almost killed myself because I went, I went too low in fats and it killed my gallbladder. You know, it was two days away from death. A, a lot of, I tell that story all the time just because I, I, 
if I could look back now and do it differently, I would, which is why I love having you here <laughs> because technology is where we can kind of relate to some things and technology is always changing and making things better. And this is a way to help catapult even our, our physical fitness and the way that we look and the way that we can feel to drive success in our life. Absolutely. And, and you know, your show's all in, but you're Mr. Extreme, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, get, you get it done no matter what. You do the impossible, right? But un- unfortunately, you were at a young enough, I mean, fortunately, you were at a young enough age where you could do that. But even even in that, even all the time you spent in the gym working out all that, right? It, it You had some health problems with it, which people don't want to have. Sure. So let's, let's just get back to the weight. So basically, people want to lose fat. That's the goal. They want to look better. They want to feel better about themselves because they look at a better you in the mirror. So what happens, they either diet or they exercise or they do both. And the reason they call it weight is because they look at the bathroom scale. And the bathroom scale only measures one thing, weight. So they want to go down, right? So what happens, especially for men, but women too, they all say that men women, I'm sorry, men lose weight faster than women. Well, it's very true because men have more muscle. Sure. So it's very, very easy to lose muscle. So what happens when we eat less or don't eat enough or eat nothing, we will lose a lot of muscle mass. Very simple. As I did when I dropped mine. Exactly. Your body needs nutrition. It pulls it from our muscles. We'll even lose some bone mass. We lose bodily fluids. So we can lose weight. But what people don't realize at that point, your metabolism slows down and you will start storing fat. So... You will end up with much more fat, even though you weigh less. So your body fat percentage goes up, your body fat mass goes up. Then eventually, when you get tired of dieting and you start eating normal, that muscle comes back, and now we're heavier, heavier than we've ever been. So don't diet. That's not the answer. It's Cut. a bad word. <laughs> it is. Oh, man. It is a bad word. So let's talk about exercise, because exercise will absolutely burn fat. But there's a couple of gotchas in there. For, for one thing, it takes 25 minutes on an empty stomach to start burning fat. So if you don't eat for two hours and you go out and exercise, in minute 26 is actually when the fat burning starts. Really? What if you eat beforehand? And then you're way worse off. Yeah. <laughs> I need to change that now. <laughs> you're not going to burn for a long, oh long time. Oh my gosh, right? yeah. So even when we say in minute 26, when we start burning fat, well, the average person works out for 30 minutes. So they don't get much accomplished anyway, but say even work out for longer, right? An hour, whatever. We can't control where we burn fat from. We can control, where we build muscle. We can isolate that muscle and, and build that muscle. But we can't do the same thing with fat. So what happens is our body picks where we're going to lose that fat from and where it'll pick is the least toxic fat storage. Oh. So for men, that's face, arms, and legs. For women, it's face, breast, and butt. Oh, that makes sense. Because guys are always like, oh, my face looks so thin, but I still look kind of rotund everywhere else. And women, you you always speak with them, and they're always like, I always lose it in my breasts first. Why do I always lose it in my breasts? I don't want to do that. (laughs) Exactly. A lot of them don't want to lose in their butt, but that belly's still there. And now that they lost weight other places now the belly even looks bigger right yeah i mean i see guys in the gym year after year and nothing's changing that belly's still there even though they're big strong guys they got a big strong belly and that is visceral fat so thank god for technology you're in a technology industry with technology you can do things that we normally can't do on our own so basically with technology we 
what we ask people to do to, at, at Fast Fit is come come twice a week to visit us. And when you walk out the door, you're now releasing fat from exactly where you want to. So we're we're not a procedure, but we're the key to unlocks the fat, unlocking the fat burn. Huh. And this is with LED lights? LED and infrared lights, yes. Wow. And basically, and just explain how they work a little bit. It's not the light. It's the frequency of the light that vibrates the fat cell, opens it up, and lets it basically secrete the fatty acids okay and now those fatty acids are fuel so now you can burn them right now that's what the first 25 minutes of exercise basically does open up those cells but not in the areas you want so now we can control it we open those up now go give me a long walk and you'll burn fat every minute so basically it's very much time savings that's fantastic so you have locations that are in Vegas, right? Yeah, we have three locations okay. here in Vegas. We awesome. Have, we're on the East Coast also. You're on the East Coast, awesome. So there's a lot of listeners that listen to this podcast, you know, across the world, really. And are there anything, because I did all mine and I still do all of mine at home, all of my physical fitness, you know, machines, a lot of dumbbells to isolate muscles like you were talking about. You know, and I'm realizing now that there's even some changes because I always wake up in the morning and I eat first. You know, I always do. It's just something I do. I have a cup of coffee. I have egg whites. I have an English muffin with grass-fed butter. You know, that's my typical breakfast. And it's almost that disciplined every single day. And I don't change because I almost feel, well, I really do feel that what you do in one area of life is really how you should do things in every area of your life. And it just kind of naturally transcends that anyway. So if you take your, your physical fitness for me anyways, I know that if I don't work out three times a week, four times a week, which is about what I do right now. It's every other day. If I don't do that, I start to see suffering in other areas of my life and the rhythms that I've established there as well. So for me, it almost shifted into this whole thing to where I know that I need to maintain my my fitness and my nutrition, and that's going to translate into everything else that I do. Because when I do that, even if I go a week without, sometimes if I injure something, I start to notice that I just feel bad. You know, now, because I've been in this rhythm for so long, and it's not just even a physical feel bad, which I do because I, my body was used to this routine, but now I also notice that I start mentally feeling bad about myself as well. And, oh, you know, I haven't worked out in a week, but maybe I can't even think through this problem today at work that I have to solve, you know, or I, I can't deal with this employee issue, or I can't deal with this family issue just because I've got all these, I can't even get myself straight because I haven't worked out in a week, you know? Overachiever, maybe Mr. Extreme, like you're talking about, but to me that it's that mental capacity that I really gain from having this consistent rhythm and discipline in all areas of my life, and it starts with this for me. You know, so everyone that's at home right now, that maybe there's not a fast fit by them, is there one thing or maybe two things that they could just start jumping in on right now, their best way to get on the right track to this? Because I lost weight and I got physically fit. Uh, I got physically fit the right way, but got but lost weight the wrong way at the beginning because I almost killed myself doing that the wrong way. So what's the best way to start down this type of journey, would you think? Because I would change the way I did it if I had known a better way at that point, or even if your technology existed back then. So we were talking a little bit before the show. If your technology existed before at that point when I started dropping weight, it would have looked so much different as far as an outlook for me. Well... You know, technology changes everything. And it, and it just, it, it, 
you know, you were young enough and, and in a position where you could change your life. But even even with that, he had health consequences because your body was re- you were exercising, you know, a lot. Yeah. So you're releasing a massive amount of toxins in your body, and I do believe that wreaked havoc on your health. And and what happens is if you don't if you exercise, it, it, you know, there's studies out there proving this. We, re- we release so much toxicity. If you don't have a way to metabolize that in a plan to get that out of your body, your body will recycle it, and it causes a lot of health problems. So I hate to say this, but de- exercise can be dangerous, right? Sure. So you want to do it the safest way. You want to do it the most efficient way. And you know, with LED lights and, and our fast-fit system, basically we can get that toxicity to leave your body, and that's when you get the results. And as far as, you know, strength training, anything else, you can do that on top of that on whatever you do. But all I really require is a long walk when you leave our facility. To burn the fat. Absolutely. Yeah. So how about somebody that's lean right now, that, that that's really fit, and that's something, you know, because there's, a, let's say, 20 to 25 years old, right? They're starting to get to that point to where their metabolism is starting to change. They're not teenagers anymore to where they can really pound down anything and still burn it off with just waking up <laughs> for the most part. What about younger people who are physically fit right now? What can they do to best maintain that? Well, you know, prevention's everything, right? But there's only so much we're going to maintain because, you know, everybody eats bad now and then or whatever, or maybe, you know, um, is sick and has some antibiotics in their system or, or something happens, they just absorb some toxicity, right? But speaking of a young fit guy, let me tell you about a guy by the name of Art. And he's a nine-time physique champion. He's here in Vegas. And he came to us, you know, just was an introduction through a friend of mine. And I was, he was asking, but he really wasn't asking. I was telling him about what we did, right? And he wasn't paying attention. So I, I you know, I picked up on that and I just asked him flat out. I said, what do you think about this? And, and this is, this guy, he, he's, you know, very set in his ways. He's, he's Russian. He's very, you talk about all in, he's all in about what he does, right? Sure. Nine-time physique champion. So anyway, he said, "I think uh, what you're. I think this is all bullshit." I said, "Well, I said thank you, but I then I went on to explain why it wasn't right. He still wasn't getting it, so I made him a little challenge. I wanted him to do our program for 45 days, right? So in 33 days, he, he was didn't change a thing about what he did. About his, you know, he was still working out six days a week. He was still eating pretty clean, right? He wasn't in in show shape, but he was in everyday shape. He looked like a specimen. In 33 days, he dropped 7% body fat and four points off of his visceral fat. Wow. Which is crazy. This is a guy that was already fit, obviously, nine-time champion. And then he was able to even... Because <laughs> he pinched, I'm blown away. Because when I said that, right? I, yeah. He, he pinched pinch his ribs. Test, yep, yep. He said, what can I lose? Because yeah. he didn't have anything here, right? Well, what he didn't realize was the visceral fat that is in the rib cage under the muscle. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. And that's why you'll see a lot of weightlifters die die younger. You know, a lot of weightlifters, you know, don't have a long lifespan. They die in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. And it's because of the way they eat, the things they do, right? Um, and you asked me about prevention. And, you know, you don't want to eat large meals. You know, of course, we don't want to drink. We don't want to eat all these sugary foods. But, you know, life's life. Life is life. <laughs> and we're going to do whatever we want to do at that time. But, you know, we, we try not to cause all, all those problems. But when we do, sometimes we need technology to, to, to clean up the problem. 
I love technology because it <laughs> it gets me excited, you know, to to see all the stuff that and, and, and that comes out and just evolves over the course of time. But still, it's not it's still a tool, right? Because I can get excited over the tech that's out there, but really, what's the life goal behind it? It's what's the, exactly right? But with te- the technology and and. And I don't want someone to confuse our technology with other procedures, right? Okay. Because there's a big difference. Anytime you use a procedure that kills or removes fat cells, that is actually harmful to your health. We store our stem cells in between the layers of adipose tissue. So if you take out fat or kill fat, you're killing stem cells. You know we need those. Yeah, yeah. So you never want to do anything like that. So you're that. talking liposuction, uh, what is it? Th- Freezing, yeah. uh, um, ultrasound, and, you know, uh, radio frequency, anything that, all the laser, all those things out there kill fat cells. And you don't want to do that because the minute you kill fat cells in that one spot, now your body's going to store fat in another spot. So you might lose it in your, in your abdomen, but you might gain thunder thighs, so to speak. Per se, but what I yeah. usually see happen, you know, we get all the stories afterwards, right? Uh, I Our clients come in and they, you know, they tell us what they've done a couple of years ago. And in all those stories, I see increase in visceral fat. And the visceral fat, which is not only deadly, but it takes our shape away. You know, it gives us that apple appearance instead of the hourglass appearance. What causes the increase in visceral fat? Well, there's many reasons. You know, heredity, where where certain uh, nationalities store their their fat, right, is one thing. Uh, overeating, um, over-drinking, I mean, by harming the liver, uh, maybe eating the wrong foods as sweets, even eating foods that we think are really healthy. A lot of those foods, and I don't want to get into big detail, but they perforate the gut and allow toxicity to leach into our midsection, into our abdominal cavity. So there's a lot of different reasons why we gain visceral fat, uh, medications, you know, a lot of things. But the problem is now that we got it, how, how now that we have it, how are we going to lose it? Because like I said, if you're over the age of about 35, you may never lose it. Yeah. So we're talking about strength training a little bit earlier too and rhythms and all that. What is, to help everybody who's listening, what is the rhythm that you should have? You know, the, these are the big questions, right? They come see you, they deal with the visceral fat and, and all of that and the, the nutrition, and you say strength training on top of that because it's still important, correct? Strength yeah, training I, mean, is- I mean, because what happens, you know, the technology we have, the body becomes healthier. Okay. All the cells in your body, whether bone cells, skin cells, you know, muscle cells, whatever, become more permeable. You get more blood flow to the cell and you get more life, more energy, right? But because what we do does not, even though it builds muscle, people will gain muscle by coming to us. It doesn't tone muscle. Gotcha. Okay. So muscles connected on both ends. The only way to really tone your muscle is some sort of strength. Tension. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of dumbbell work, whatever. It doesn't take a whole lot, but that will, that will help. How many times a week? I mean, dumbbells, I know, cause I use them all the time. They isolate different areas. It's fantastic. But how many times a week do you think someone would need to do that? Now, when I dropped my weight, I was going six times a week. And it wasn't right for me because I overexerted myself. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But how many times a week should someone do that? These are the questions that everyone always asks me. You know, <laughs> you look so great. That's awesome. You must work out all the time. What do you do? You know, how many times a week do you work out? And I'm like, well, it's three or four. It's just every other day. That's all I do. 
Well, it depends who's listening. Mr. Extreme's listening, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> work, work out six days like, a week. Oh, but... Rick sucks. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. God bless you, right? I mean, you have the motivation to do it. But what I don't want to do is scare away the people that don't have the energy right now to do that. Makes perfect sense. You know, you'll you'll see a lot of people, and they don't have to be really elderly. They could be in their late 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever. And they call themselves lazy, but they're not lazy. They just don't have the energy to do what it takes. And and when you go to a gym, you'll see, you know, those people come in, they're overweight, they're a little bit older, and they're trying to work with a trainer, which they it's it's futile and they get hurt and it's just a, a bad deal right so we're that first step we can not only help the the bodybuilder that's you know want to take it to the next level to tone him up a little bit give him a tune-up but we can take the person that doesn't have a prayer in the gym that you know can't walk for more than 10 minutes or whatever that is and get them in and slowly start transforming their body till they become healthy enough to have energy so that's what I love about what we do. It doesn't matter who you are, we can help you. You know, and, and to answer your question, how many times, it depends on you. If you're the, you know, the, the pretty fit person, want to go to the gym six days a week, great. If you're someone that hasn't worked out for a very long time and you just want to get some of the, the, the fat off of our body and make ourselves more healthy, give me a walk twice a week. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, <laughs> I love it. It's almost... Runners, you know, that there's this term I've heard called a runner's high. I get that when I strength train. And it just makes you feel amazing as you're going through this process. And it carries throughout the next day, too, I've noticed. It's like residual effects. Mentally, you have residual effects when you work out. You do the strength training. Walking twice a week, that sounds so simple. You know, it's Well, for, for you, I wouldn't recommend yeah. that, right? Yeah, well, of course. But, you know, for someone that, that doesn't walk, I mean, you'd be amazed at the amount of people that don't exercise at all. I mean, sit behind a desk all day. Yeah. And, and, and I'm glad you said that, right? Because people that are sitting down all day, basically their lymphatic system, their circulatory system shuts down. And they just don't get circulation hardly at all. And you can imagine how bad it is for their Yeah. Head. You see all these articles out there, you know, don't sit at a desk all day. You know, I even use a standing desk and then I might sit for just a little bit. I'm talking an hour max at one point in time throughout the day. But even standing desks, I mean, it's a great fad, whatever. It works for me. And my back feels great from it, but I'm also physically fit. I couldn't see somebody like you're talking who doesn't have the energy being on a stand, at a standing desk all day long. So if they are at that desk job, you know, which most people in America kind of are, you know, that, that are in an office environment anyways, how many times would you get up every hour or something like that? Because, I mean, they're, they're going to take their walks twice a week to start out with, you know, if they're trying to start this journey right now. But sitting at a desk all day can't be good either. What do you do to help that th for those eight hours that they're on the job? Well, the more they move, the better. The more often they move, the better. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. But let's get to another point, and let's talk about how they feel. Because right? most people don't move because they feel horrible. They have a lot of pain. They yeah. have aches and pains. And they don't think that they're e it's even possible for them to move. So let me tell you a story um, about a lady walked come, come to see us a few weeks ago. Her name, her name is Susan, right? And she came in and she told me she was heavy her entire life. She was never thin. She was never, ever, ever able to lose fat she knew that wouldn't work with us but she was desperate and she thought she might try it anyway 
And the more adamant she got about not working, the more adamant I got about it will work, right? So make a long story short, it took her a little bit to get the fat burning process started. And after a few weeks, she was down 19 pounds of pure fat. But wow. that's not the real story. The real story is that she told me her knees didn't hurt anymore. Oh, man. Her back yeah. doesn't hurt anymore. And now she has the ability to walk before she didn't. And now she's moving on a constant basis. So basically, once you get people over that hump of that that pain, man, great things happen. When you reduce inflammation, everything good happens to the body. Oh, yeah. Your body's so taxed when you're, when you're just larger to begin with. I remember that going upstairs hurt my knees when I was 80 pounds heavier. Exercising fitness was so much more difficult when I was bigger than it is right now. You know, my joints don't hurt anymore. They did back then. Even in my 20s, they hurt. You know, just because I was carrying so much extra weight. Well, fat is not only weight, but it's also inflammation. I mean, fat is yeah. inflammation. And the less inflammation we have in our body, the healthier we're going to be, flat out. Oh, I love it. I love it. So today, what's one thing that you'd like to leave with everyone who is listening today that they can take home and maybe start immediately? Here's the most important thing. They don't have to be all in. Okay, because you just explained your breakfast and not too many people is going to have that for breakfast every day. <laughs> every day. Right? And immediately, yeah. right? I mean, God bless you, but immediately people say, oh, I can never do that, so I'm not going to do it, right? They don't have to do it. It can be minor changes, but it has to be on a day-to-day basis. Forget those cheat days. And I'm not talking about starving yourself. I'm just talking about eating healthy foods. And I'm talking about eating the right amounts and not having those cheat days and destroying our body one day a week, right? Just consistent baby steps forward and we'll get, I mean, we can get you great results. Yeah, so if I hear you right, you're saying just start. Yes. <laughs> That's really the one thing is just start. If you don't start, you'll never finish. You got it. I mean, to, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, right? Exactly. The second best time is today. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Well, thanks, Doug. You're amazing. I mean, you've enlightened me today, and I love the tech side of this stuff too, and it it resonates with how I feel about fitness and success and just discipline in life. You're amazing, my man. Well, thank you very much, man. It's a pleasure to be here. You're amazing too. you got an amazing story. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, where can we find you online? You can find us at fastfitbodysculpting.com. And you can find us at FastFit Body Sculpting on Instagram. Well, if you want to learn more about our technology, come to FastFitBodySculpting.com. We may not be in your area right now, but we will be soon because we're rapidly expanding. But where we do have centers are all in vacation spots. So just jump on a plane, come visit us for 30, 30, 45 days, and great things will happen. We are in, we have three locations in Las Vegas. We have three locations in the Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads area. We're in Hilton Head, South Carolina, and Savannah, Georgia. And those are all vacation spots. Come see us. Love it. Thanks, Doug. Hey, thanks for going all in with me today. Subscribe to the show so you get the new episodes when they come out every Monday. Rate and review the show if you're listening on iTunes. Follow me on social media at Mr. Rick Jordan. As always, you can find links and references to anything we've talked about in this episode in the show notes. And finally, share this episode with someone who you think might be able to level up their life by listening.
I am Rick Jordan, and I approve this message.